Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We are being dismantled piece by piece. And I think anyone who is honest in their politics, it doesn't matter what side you're you're on. If you love this country, you see that it is being dismantled either through incompetence or I believe uh, through very, 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 very well thought out plans. Uh, but that's just me. I want to make the case that we are approaching a time when our enemies are going to say, now, go, 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 go. And they will pick us off one piece at a time. Uh, go there in 60 seconds. Stand by. The, the thing that we have to remember is we caused this. We caused this because we weren't paying attention. And that's like throwing up the bat signal to people who, you know, want to change things for the worse. Ah, oh, they're not looking. All right. Whenever you're not looking and paying attention, bad things happen. Well, the Republic is not going to survive. It cannot survive if we don't know exactly what we're fighting for. How many Americans have buckled down and learned the Constitution? Uh, just a minute ago, I was talking uh, off air about a guest I hope to have here next hour, the sheriff in Missouri, where the FBI is going door to doors collecting information on guns and the guy at the door didn't know what to do and he felt awkward and he's like well um i don't i mean i just bought a gun yeah but you bought two guns a while back and so that looks like you're stocking up but we just want to see the guns to make sure they're all properly registered okay i'd love to help you with that but um you're not coming onto my porch and intimidating me uh, I know my rights and I'm not doing anything wrong when you have a warrant come back and see me that's your constitutional right and your constitutional obligation but if we don't know history if we don't know why we were built and how we were built then we lose it all I want you to get this new history book. It's America's History. They're having a book launch now with the Tuttle Twins at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Preview of the sample chapter at the web address, TuttleTwinsBeck.com. See why I think this is crucial for every American to have. Our kids are our clay pots. The Dead Sea Scrolls were kept in clay pots and pushed way in the back of a cave. And they lasted over a thousand years. And it's the only reason we know of the books of the Bible that were cut out. Because the people at that time knew people are coming to destroy this. Hide it. Well, 
that's why I am on such a mission to save and preserve as much history as possible uh, and put it in clay pots. I'm telling you, if it needs be, it will be buried all over this country. I don't know what happened to those documents. They, well, I lost them in a fishing accident. Uh, hmm. But someday they will be found because they have to be found. They have to be preserved. But you, your job is to instill this in your children. And they don't learn it through osmosis. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get this book now for your family. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. All right, I want to talk to you a little bit about what is happening in our country. And years ago, I said... They're going to tear us apart, and we're going to come to a place where you won't recognize your country. Check. And at some point, we are going to be so weak in the world that our enemies will say, now, go, 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 go. And they'll pick us apart one piece at a time. Check. Let's look at what's happening right now. Our military cannot recruit enough soldiers to be able to have a real standing army. We're 50% behind where we need to be in recruiting, and they say next year is going to be worse. This is the worst time to recruit, get this, since Vietnam. But you ask yourself, who would join? Who would join? There's no honor in it anymore. Afghanistan took care of that. There's no honor. There's no victory. There's no big vision. I mean, unless your big vision is explore your own sexuality and pronouns. I don't want to go. I'm going to be a justice warrior, a social justice warrior. No, thank you. You think any kid and most of the kids that sign up are from red states. Blue states have been living off of the blood of the red states children long enough. You think they want to go and be a social justice warrior? I don't think so. Our commander-in-chief is not a commander. He does not command respect. Uh, the office does, but he doesn't. He can't string two sentences together. So do we look weak to the rest of the world? Okay, now add in Russia and Ukraine. What did we do there? We said we are going to put the strongest sanctions the world has ever seen, and we're going to bring Putin down to his knees. Uh, have we done that? Do you know that Russia can sell its oil and is selling its oil, and in fact, now doing financially better than before this thing all started? So we didn't bring him to his knees. We brought Europe to their knees. We brought ourselves to our knees. Europe now is going to begin rationing oil, rationing fuel. We have the highest gas prices in history. And our president has now twice begged the Saudis, please, please send us more oil. And the Saudis have turned him down two times. Hmm. Do you think the world is sensing weakness? Now, meanwhile, we have released oil from our strategic oil reserve. And this kills me 
what is the strategic oil reserve? The strategic oil reserve was built in the 70s specifically in case there's a run on oil and a shortage of oil. We would have enough to run our military long enough so we could ramp up production of oil here in the United States. Well, we are at the lowest reserve point that we've been since Jimmy Carter. As of July 5th, we only had 488 million barrels in our strategic oil reserve. That's down 15% from March. And know that we are now selling 1 million barrels a day. Hmm. That puts us in a real problem, doesn't it? The strategic oil reserve can hold 726 million barrels, I think. A million barrels a day released until October. That's 180 million barrels. This will leave us somewhere in the 300s. By the way, President Biden says he's going to use the money that we're making off of it right now uh, to buy more uh, petroleum. You know, when the price comes down this fall. Oh, it's going to come down this fall. Okay. All right. And you save that money, did you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's another question here. Why did we sell oil to China? Now, we can, I suppose. We can. We never have. Um, it's fact, it's very, very rare to sell it to uh, a co another country. It's even more rare to sell it to a country and have them take it offshore. For instance, we've sold to BP before, British Petroleum, but they haven't taken it offshore. That's extraordinarily rare. But I, we've never sold it to China. And especially a company that has uh, Hunter Biden on its board of the parent company. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? We sold China a million barrels. Now, is that because they need they need a oil? They're having such an oil crisis. Yeah, no, that's not it. If you uh, if you look at what China is doing, China is actually storing oil. They are up to almost 800 million barrels of oil in their strategic oil reserve. That's up from about 600 million barrels. So they're good. They're good. So we've just taken oil from our strategic oil reserves and we've sent it over to China. Okay. Whew. Do you think our do you think the world respects us on this? Do you think they're seeing oh yeah, no, there's method to the madness on that one. Our economy is weak. Our society can't think. Our society won't even work. It's not like we have so we've created so many jobs. These are the same jobs that were filled by people just a few months ago or a year ago. This when we hit COVID, these jobs were all filled. We can't fill them now. Why? Because people won't work. I'm building a barn. I'm waiting for some steel to come in. I ordered it. I don't know how long ago. The company has called and said, hey, I know we were supposed to have it in spring. Then we were going to have it in July. We hope to have it in August. Why? I thought you guys made steel. I didn't want to ship it from China. 
No, we do make steel. Quote, we can't get anyone to come in to work to make the steel. Oh, well, that's going to bode well for us. That's No, that's good. That's good. I don't know if you've seen the photos of, uh, I don't know, Harry Levine and Oscar the Grouch, whatever those two are, the cross-dressers. Uh, I'm sorry, the transgender one and the, I don't know, non-binary person that both dressed up in dresses and went to the uh, thing in, uh, in at the French embassy to celebrate Bastille Day with the French. We sent these two clowns. We, we sent a guy who got his own mother out of a nursing home before he condemned all the other mothers to death sentences in the nursing homes during the COVID panic, uh, pandemic. And a guy who teaches people how to wear diapers and fantasy role play as babies or puppies, dog collar and all. Yeah, I think we're sending a great message there. But you know what? At least they're, they're less likely to be blackmailed than the president's son. But let me get back to China. We gave them a multi-billion dollar airport in Afghanistan. We built it. They took it. And at our expense and our blood, we built that thing. And now they have a very important strategic base of operations. We sell our strategic oil, a million barrels. Then, by the way, they're filling up their S- their SPR. We're not... What are we doing? Hunter Biden looks like he was involved in that deal. But is are we looking at blackmail of this president because of the China deals? Or are we just looking at a guy who is cool with communism as a president? And I think that's possible. Last night, I did something on Hunter Biden, and it dawned on me halfway through. It dawned on me that, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't know if China is being blackmailed or is blackmailing the president or Hunter Biden. I think, actually, Hunter Biden is blackmailing his father. What set this line of thinking off was this. Listen to this voicemail from Hunter Biden's dad about an article in the New York Times that tried to clean up his mess in China. Listen to this. Hey, Palace Dad, it's 8.15 um, on uh, Wednesday night. If you get a chance, give me a call. Not, nothing urgent. Just want to talk to you. I thought the article, at least the thing on online, that's going to be printed tomorrow in the Times, was good. I think it's clear. I think you're clear. This is from a guy who was at the time saying that he didn't involve himself in any business dealings with his son. Why would his son keep that voicemail? Because that doesn't, that's not like a, hey, buddy, you know what? I'm just thinking about you. You're such a great guy. And I just love you. I was remembering the time we went fishing. Something that you would want to remember for the rest of your life. This is your dad calling and saying, hey, on your business deal, I think you're I think you're in the clear. When you know your dad is saying that he doesn't know anything about this stuff, why would you keep that particular voicemail? Why would you leave all of your stuff 
two laptops he has lost. I don't know how many phones he's lost. Now, yes, he's a drug addict. But there is a method even to the madness of alcoholism or drug addicts. And I want to go there here in just a second. First, let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's My Patriot Supply. Um, Unless you got a really good recipe for bugs, I'm guessing the threat of the upcoming food shortages worries you as much as it worries me. If we if we thought inflation was bad this last year, we haven't seen anything yet. If things continue to go the way they're going, we're in real trouble. Remember, about eight weeks ago, I had a guest on that was talking about the food shortages overseas. And they said, if Russia doesn't release the wheat, Africa will starve to death and it will be an act of war. Well, that was about eight weeks ago. So where are we? How come people aren't talking about this? Please, I urge you to go to preparewithglenn.com right now. Do everything you can to make sure that your family has something to eat. Right now, you can grab a three-hour, sorry, three-month emergency food supply from my Patriot Supply. You'll get $150 off the regular price. Three-month emergency food kit, one per person. Uh, every family should have this. And don't if you can't start there because it's too expensive, they will have something where you can start. But please start storing food. The kit will give you a wide variety of delicious meals. You're never going to get bored, and it's 2,000 calories a day to keep your energy up. Save $150 right now. The farmers are telling us, Trouble is coming. Don't be foolish. Preparewithglenn.com right now. Preparewithglenn.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Any alcoholic will tell you that you do things, whether you know it or not, when you're in the throes of wanting to stop and everybody wants to stop uh they just don't know how to stop you can't do it on your own and you can't do it uh until you've really hit your bottom but you still want to stop even though you haven't hit your bottom Uh, hunter biden despises his father no matter what he says he despises his father and this is why i say this Do you remember the emails that he wrote to the rest of his family about pop and how pop takes 50% of everything that I do? You guys don't have to put up with it, but I got to do all the dirty work. And pop has me running around and then he takes 50%. Do you remember that email? He really, I think, wants his father's love, sure, But I think he despises him at the same time. And his father enables him to continue this horrid lifestyle because it's to Joe Biden's, uh, 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 to his, uh, not credit, but uh, it, 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 it helps Joe Biden. So he needs Hunter Biden. And I think he needs to be able to manipulate and control. And the way you do that is always be the guy who's there to rescue you with some money. So why would you lose all of these uh, laptops and not just lose it? He lost it at a shop 
where it becomes public property and he signed this contract 30 days after it's left six months later after phone calls he still hadn't picked it up he knew it was there so why didn't he pick it up i think this is something that alcoholics do where it's self-sabotage you you sabotage yourself whether you know it or not you're trying to it's a cry for help it's a cry for help you want to stop. All right. So now we have the voicemail where he's saving this thing that is incriminating, only incriminating of his father. He also has on his laptop a uh, uh, he has all of his father's stuff under a under the category of pedo Pete. As in pedophile Pete, Pete was the name, a code name that his father used. Why would you do that? Especially when you're looking at a guy who's creepily sniffing heads and your sister wrote in her diary about sexual abuse. Why would you do that? And then there's one other recording. I want to play that to you uh, uh, for you and also tie all of these things together to show you exactly where we are as a society and what's coming next back in a minute the glenn back program american financing nmls 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org okay if you're considering a new home purchase this year this message is directly for you I don't know if you knew this, but you can actually unlock your mortgage rate before you uh, start home shopping. So you can take um, and go get pre-qualified with American Financing and lock that rate in. That's really super important. You can lock it in for six months. So if you want to get a house loan, you think you're going to buy a house, lock that rate in today. Next week, they're probably going to raise the uh, interest rate, they say, by a point. That will cost you a lot of money. Lock it in today with American Financing. No pressure, no obligation lending experience. From custom loans to fast closing and everything in between, they do it all. American Financing, call them now and lock that rate in if you even think there's a chance that you're going to want to buy something like a house. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Lock it in now for six months. AmericanFinancing.net And if you missed the show last night uh, Go now to The Blaze Subscribers, you've got it On demand Oh, hello, welcome to the uh, Welcome to the Glenn Beck program We are so glad that uh, you are here So, I'm talking to you Started the beginning of this uh, hour talking to you about where we are as a society and what is happening to us. And I started with um, the the fact that we can't get anybody in the military. Um, we don't have any oil. We're depleting our strategic oil reserves at a time when China is at its most lethal, at least the most lethal it's ever been, and Russia threatening us with nuclear war 
We're not doing the right things to be prepared for any of that. And the rest of the world is watching. They know it. They know it. We look weak. Okay. So then I, then I told you about Hunter Biden and I got there by talking about the, uh, the oil that we just sold to, what is it? Sinopec, uh, uh, Sinopec. And I was talking about the email that I think Hunter Biden is actually the most likely candidate for black, uh, blackmailing our president that his own son is holding things that he can use against him. I played the audio where he's got Joe Biden on tape saying, yeah, you look like you're in the clear, son. I saw that article and it's, uh, it looks like all the business stuff that you were doing. It's all clear. Well, why would you keep that? That's not a happy memory of your dad. Why would you keep that particular voicemail? Why would you keep all of the records on your email uh, and keep them and catalog them as business deals with your dad. Why would you do that? Well, I think you do that because you want to make sure you have some insurance that you're not the only one going to jail. Now, listen to this new recording of Joe Biden talking or I mean, uh, Hunter Biden talking to an artist friend about his relationship with his dad. Here it is. We'll talk about um, anything that I wanted to, that he believes in. If I say this is important to me, mm. then he will work a way in which to make it a part of his, of his platform. Mm. My dad respects me more than he respects anyone in the world, and I know that to be certain. The man I most admire in the world, that God to me, mm. thinks I'm a God. Okay, I don't believe that for a second. He may live in a fantasy world where he wants his dad to respect him. But he just said, I can get my father to do anything I want. I showed you last, uh, what was it, last month, something that happened at the White House that was directly coordinated uh, by the guy who paid Hunter Biden's tax bill. And lo and behold, one of his clients... Mm, shows up at the White House and is giving a speech from behind the press secretary's podium. That's weird, isn't it? That's Hunter Biden calling dad. Dad, I need you to do this favor for me. So he's either thinks he's a god, which I don't believe because he knows his son is out of control. Last night, I played some uh, audio where he's asking his dad for $75,000 for rent, the kids tuition the kids insurance and the food and he's like dad i'm out of money i gotta have this money because i got the kids have to have their tuition paid and i've got to pay their mortgage on their house etc dad says to him i could send it to the school directly or do you want me to send it to you now what loving father who knows his son is trying to get into rehab and is completely out of control says I'll send you $75,000 and leaves that up to him as opposed to saying and knowing he's going to blow this on hookers and blow. He's going to buy crack with this. I will pay the mortgage. I will pay the tuition. That's what a responsible dad does. But Joe doesn't. He writes him a personal check for $75,000. Huh. Now, 
Now that we're at China, let me bring up the one million barrels that was sold to the Chinese oil company. It's Unipec America. It's a subsidiary of Sinopec. That's a Chinese owned gas company. It's not based here in America. And it's not just overseas. It's a communist Chinese company that Hunter Biden is on the board of the parent company for. Say, so let's let's just say, why did we send this to China? Our strategic oil reserves. Why did we send it to China? Not just because of Joe Biden. Is it is it because Joe Biden has to because of blackmail, because he's beholden to them? Or does he just dig communism? And that's a real question to ask, because everyone around Joe Biden is either part of the Great Reset, which is dismantling America, like the director of the National Economic Council at the White House. That's Brian Deese. He was the head of BlackRock's ESG program. That's dismantling our free market and starting with oil companies. So you got those guys, but you also have the Marxists all around. You have the communist revolutionaries, and Joe's fine with both of them. Our government is fine with both of them. They're either on the ESG side or the communist side. And when I say communist, I mean the Communist Party. Who's running the anti-abortion rallies? I told you yesterday it was Rise Up for Abortion. They're doing a lot of it. They're the ones that were caught on video protesting with AOC and others. Sincera Taylor is the head of Rise Up, who is also the right hand to Bob Avakian of the Revolutionary Communist Party. So you've got the Communist Party, the right hand of the leader of the Communist Party, running Rise Up for Abortion. Their symbol in the Communist Party, this particular Communist Party USA, is a green bandana. Did you notice all of those uh, Congress people that were with AOC were all wearing green bandanas? Now, let me head to Ukraine. Have you noticed that whatever the left accuses the right of, they're usually doing themselves? Tea Party was AstroTurf while they said, you know, tried to sell the idea that the union and Soros funded groups were all grassroots, right? Ukraine is the best example. Trump, he's dirty in Ukraine. He's dirty with Russia. When we did our investigation on the impeachment, we discovered that it was the Obama, Biden, Clinton, Soros cabal that was really doing dirty, dirty business in Ukraine and Russia. Hunter himself was laundering money. Last night, I showed you 150 flag transactions. These are by American banks. Hunter Biden has done 150 transactions that American banks are required to report to the Treasury. This looks like money laundering. Okay. Now, why would we be surprised? Because we know that uh, Pravat Bank is the, was the bank of Burisma where Hunter Biden was on the board, Pravat Bank, the same guy is running it. And uh, they just uh, they they had, uh, you know, one point eight billion dollars in American aid sitting there in the bank. And gosh, if they didn't lose it. I mean, that happens in banking all the time. Where did I put that one point eight billion dollars? That's your tax money gone. 
Now, my figure is that the head of Pravat Bank, he's the main person funding the militias in eastern Ukraine to fight Russia. My guess was that it was laundered for that. He could have just taken it. We don't know. But do you know what $1.8 billion would buy? Can you imagine any group in America? Imagine the Tea Party with $1.8 billion. Do you know how they could change things with that amount of money? Now, this country is so corrupt, Ukraine. It is the most corrupt nation in the world. We just sent over $60 billion without a single accountant. So, you know, $60 billion is as much as we spent in five years fighting the war in Afghanistan. The first five years in Afghanistan, we spent about $60 billion. Well, wow, wow, I'm not seeing shock and awe over in Ukraine. I mean, they're barely winning. What did they do with the $60 billion in less than a year? We spent that in five years on the United States of America military. How many billions have been siphoned off in this corrupt country? Let's say 20 billion was skimmed. 20 billion in bribes also skimmed. The remaining 20 billion went to arms. Now that seems like what I'm seeing in Ukraine. It's not five years of American war machine cash. By the way, they're asking for another 10 billion next month. They're already out of the 60 million or billion. How does that happen? Listen, we are weak. We don't have a center anymore. Criminals are getting away with everything in Washington and criminals on our streets that we know are really bad guys are being released into the public. Our kids don't know our history. Our traditions are all but gone. Our national pride and unity gone for most. We're at each other's throats arguing Republican Democrat when we should be arguing constitutional communist or great reset. And you're being impoverished intentionally. You don't believe me? Look how much money. Look how much money you have, if you have any, at the end of each month. At this rate and at these price increases and inflation, how much longer are you and your friends going to be able to last? And that's not to mention the debt. So you know, America, no country is going to bail the United States of America out. Nobody's going to forgive our debt. Our children, and we will, because it's soon, we and our children will have to pay this debt off. And when our interest rates are maybe two points higher than they are now, our interest on our debt will consume almost the entire federal budget. Imagine, this is what's coming. Imagine all your credit cards are maxed out, plus some other people put a couple of credit cards in your name, and you have to pay those back, and they're all maxed out. You can't pay anything but the principal on that credit card. You can't buy food. You can't, buy, you can't live in your house. You have to pay the principal. What do you do? You declare bankruptcy. But the United States of America can't we have to decide last night i said ben franklin famously said 
you know, what did you give us, Mr. Franklin? And he said, a republic, if you can keep it. America, this is the moment of choosing. Can we keep the republic? Do we want to keep the republic? Because right now is the time we have to decide. By the fall of this fall, 22, I told you things would be so different again, you wouldn't recognize the country of 2020. What coming, what's coming next is going to be breathtaking. And at the speed of a freight train, these are the times that try men's souls. For heaven does know the proper price for something so celestial as freedom. We need our elected leaders locally to be really strong. State to be really strong. And most of our states have been infiltrated. Most of our communities have been infiltrated. Vote this November. And know what you're voting for and why. Back in a minute. Our sponsor this uh, half hour is Preborn. Over 63 million unborn human beings have been killed between the time that Roe versus Wade first came down uh, to the Supreme Court and the recent decision to overturn it. But it hasn't stopped abortion. It's just stopped it in the states that have, you know, some sanity. Preborn over the last 16 years has positioned their clinics in the top abortion cities where 50% of all the abortions take place. More of them are going to happen now in those cities. These are going to be the tourist locations for your abortion. Saving children's lives is now going to come under attack unlike we've ever seen before. It's going to come under attack from the federal government and the state governments. New York is already persecuting these particular um, uh, birth sites. Preborn needs your help. They need your help. Uh, respond now, if you will. Y- you can consider a gift of any size, five bucks. You know, 50 bucks, 500, 50,000. They need your help. There is nothing that will bring the smile of heaven upon us more than saving his children. Please dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250. Say the keyword baby. Preborn.com slash Beck. That preborn.com slash Beck. Glenn Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. Yeah, dog. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Pat Cray is uh, filling in for Stu, who will be back next week. Um, Stu, or Pat said something to me that was just ridiculous. He said uh, yesterday, uh, on the air even, uh-huh. that Jill Biden is the worst first lady mm-hmm. uh, of our lifetime. I stand and by I it. said, uh, hello, Hillary Clinton. And uh, <laughs> I have to tell you, I thought about it all day yesterday. Uh, I've made a list, and I've checked it twice, and I think I've left a lot off this list. So uh, I challenge you to a duel. (laughs) Of course, 
You know, as I think about this and think about the uh, the Clinton death list, which is, you know, 400 people uh, long or whatever. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I mean, won't that... use the death list. Okay, you won't, I won't let... use okay. the death list. Because that would be I very unfair. I use the death list. <laughs> Right. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I know all the people that they've had killed. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't need to go to the death list. Don't need, right. it. don't need it. All right. So, um, by the way, the FBI is in Missouri asking for uh, gun owner information. Who has a concealed carry permit? Uh, the sheriff says never over my program. dead body. We talk to him next. When it comes to repairing or replacing parts of a major home system and appliances, you need a warranty plan that keeps your budget in mind, not to mention your sanity. You can't afford to have something like your air conditioning go, you know, or your refrigerator go. Um, the, uh, the people at American Home Shield offer a choice among three great plans. So whatever your budget is, it's affordable. When something big breaks down in your house, a big appliance or, you know, part of your systems breaks down, they've been around for 50 years. And if they can't repair it, the covered item, they'll replace it. And their coverage extends from whole systems like your heating and air to major appliances. Get the warranty that you need. Get the insurance so... You're not shocked and having to shell out a couple of thousand dollars for something. Just call the people at AHS. It's AHS.com slash Beck. It's American Home Shield. AHS.com slash Beck. Service fees, limitations, and exclusions do apply. See plan for the details. America Home Shield. the FBI or ATF came to your house and it, they were officially those guys, the FBI, they showed you the badges and everything else. And they said, hey, we just need to come in for a second because we need to see a few things. What would you say? Hopefully you would say, show me the warrant. But I'll bet you most people won't say that. And this is happening now with the ATF and FBI in two different states that we know of, where they're showing up and saying, we need to see your guns. No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't have a right to do that. Show me the warrant. We'll give you these stories and many others coming up in just 60 seconds. Let me tell you about the uh, Tuttle Twins books. History is written by the victors. Well, what happens when history is rewritten 
by people who are revolutionaries. Um, I, I believe, I hope that they're not going to be the victors in the long run, but it is incumbent upon us because it's obvious at this point that our public education system cannot be trusted to give our kids a true understanding of American history. Did you see what happened on the ESPYs uh, yesterday, Pat? That the the girl who was oh, yes. a citizen of America, but yeah, performed for China. Yeah, right, and relinquished her citizenship. Yeah, she got an ESPY award. Yeah, for relinquishing her citizenship to play for a communist country. Despicable. We are in so much trouble, so much trouble when that's being held up as the right thing to do. And that shows you that people just do not know what China is, what communism is. Uh, The Tunnel Twins have launched a new fully illustrated American history book. It is inspiring. It is fun. It focuses on the stories and the principles and the ideas of our history, not the dates and events that it occurred. It's light years ahead of anything you're getting in public schools and they're teaching your kids. Please go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Take advantage of their America's History Book launch. You can preview a free sample chapter. You can see it for yourself and just why it's needed. It's crucial. Get the audiobook version as well at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. All right. I want to play some audio here for you that I think is stunning. This is the ATF showing up at an individual's home in Delaware. Listen to what they say to this homeowner. Sir. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's all, all, I'm, all I'm doing is verifying that, look, verifying that you have it. You got two different purchases. Okay. If you have them, I'm out of here. That's how quick it is. Yeah. You have them with you by any chance? Are they, if, you, if you can unload them and bring them out, or you can go out to your foyer here, check them out, by number, share number, and we're out of here. Yep. Uh, no. Five the reason we're out here is we're obviously gun violence has been an uptick, so we want to make sure we've been having a lot of issues with straw purchases. So one of the one of the things we indicators that we get is somebody makes it a large gun purchase, and then a lot of times we've been there and like, oh, those guns got taken. We're like, so the idea is when you purchase more than two guns at a time, it generates a, a multiple sale report. And he comes to us and we have to check him out. That's, okay. that's all that is. He did nothing wrong. No, you don't. Did absolutely zero. Then get off no. my porch. How about that? Get off my porch. You have wow. a right to ask me to show you something. And this isn't, you know, five years ago. Five years. Well, this isn't 20 years ago. 20 years ago, I would have been somebody that the FBI came and I'd be like, oh, sure, I'll help you out. It would have been wrong to do as a citizen on your Second Amendment. But now I don't trust the FBI. What are you talking about? No, the ATF. I trust you even less. This is happening. This is in Delaware. Here's what you need to know and tell your family this. If ATF, FBI, anybody steps up and says, uh, we just need to see your guns. We just need to verify that you have these guns. No, show me the warrant. And officer, nothing against you. I don't mean to be a headache with you, but I'm sorry. We live in different times and uh, I've got to exercise my constitutional right because I'm afraid of a government that wants to take away guns. So. I'm sure you don't. I'm sure this is all on the up and up. Just go back to the judge and get a warrant.
Mm. Now, you don't have to say all that flowery stuff. You just have to say, no, no. get a warrant. I'll see you with a warrant because the only way they can do this legally is if they have evidence that makes them believe you've used that gun in some illegal way. And if they don't have that, they can't get the warrant because it's not their right to do it. So know your constitution and your rights. No, you'll have to get a warrant. And if they say, okay, well, here's the warrant, then you have to do it. The interesting thing but is... That means they suspect you of something. The agent was trying to make it like a, a time situation. I don't care how long it takes. I just I just get that. I just bring your guns out here. We'll register them, and we'll be out of here. Yeah, that's not the point, sir. Sorry. I. The point is, uh, constitutionally, you got no business doing this. So... See ya. Yeah, it is. This is really, really dangerous. This is really dangerous. And they are preying on people that don't know their rights or Americans that are just so polite. They just are like, oh, that's OK. Mm-hmm. No. Are, do you keep your guns here? None of your business. <laughs> right. None of your business. Right. Um. The it, this is according to the blaze today, um, a sheriff in Missouri has refused to release gun owner information to the FBI, even if the agency threatens to arrest him. Uh, Republican Scotland County Sheriff Brian Whitney wrote to residents in his community on Monday about the plan to audit Missouri's gun owner records. As the sheriff of Scotland County, I want all my citizens to know that I will not allow, cooperate, or release any concealed weapon information to the FBI, even at the threat of a federal arrest. Point blank, I will go down with a ship if need be. I love this sheriff. We hope to have him on with us tomorrow. Now, a good friend of ours is um, is the current AG in Missouri. He's hopefully going to be joining us here at some point this hour. Um, but he said uh, that he also sent a letter to the FBI director, Christopher Ray. Here's what it said. The FBI has absolutely no business poking around in the private information of those who obtained concealed carry permits in Missouri. The Second Amendment rights of Missourians will absolutely not be infringed on my watch. I will use the full power of my office to stop the FBI, which has become relentlessly politicized and has virtually no credibility from illegally prying around in the personal information of Missouri gun owners. He also pointed out that many Missouri residents didn't trust the FBI. He said, you may wonder why there's such a strong suspicion of federal agents here in the show me state. But simply put, Missourians are hardworking, law abiding citizens who don't need a national nanny state keeping tabs on us. But more than that, over the last couple of years, we've seen story after story of incompetence and corruption at the highest levels of the FBI. The FBI said in a statement to Fox News that it uh, would audit the audit would be routine and that no personal personal information would be at risk. Why? Why do they need that information? Because the FBI gets that information. When you go to buy a gun, you get a background check 
done by the FBI. So why does the FBI need additional information? They want to know who's carrying that gun. Now, why would you want that? Why do you need to know what citizens are armed and what citizens are not armed? Especially, you're going out the week uh, that some kid in Indiana legally had a concealed carry permit. He's not a gun freak. He had his gun on him in a, in a mall in a uh, uh, food court. They said it took him three minutes to get to the gun. No, we now know it took him all of 15 seconds, 15 seconds to do what four, 400 police officers couldn't do in an hour in Uvalde, Texas. He put eight bullets into that guy. Eight. This guy, I mean, I'm a really good shot. I'm a really, really good shot. Uh, and I can shoot at a distance. But I have to tell you, 40 yards is a long way to hit a moving target. He was moving, the gunman was moving, and he hit him eight out of ten times. Uh, that's remarkable. That kid is a hero. Big time. On top of it, what, what did he say, Pat, about uh, not doing interviews? Yeah, he said, uh, I'm not going to talk about this anymore until the families of the three victims or the five victims, because two are still alive. But he said, I'm not going to do anything until the, the families have had a chance to take care of this and do all their business. It's, he's just amazing. I have to tell you, I want to know. I want to know his parents. I'd like to interview yeah. his parents as well, because they did something right with that kid. I mean, not, no not just that he's a good shot and responsible, <laughs> but listen how responsible that is. The kid has empathy mm -hmm. in today's world. Having empathy. Are you kidding me? When especially when he could really be cashing in on this, you know, he could be everywhere. Uh, he'd probably have Nike endorsements by now. Well, not Nike because uh, they're no. too woke. No, no, he wouldn't. <laughs> no, yeah, no, he, would. he wouldn't have any endorsements. He'd have the blaze endorsement. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Um. He also was moving it forward, is, by the way, toward the shooter the whole time. You know, like like you see on Navy SEAL movies as they move forward and shoot the terrorists. That's what he was doing. What a, I mean, just absolutely courageous. Uh, apparently, he's got integrity. He took care of his girlfriend and uh, the others. He was motioning for other people that he didn't know in the food court to get behind him. Incredible. Just really amazing. You'd like Jeez. to think you would do I something. I wonder what this kid wants to do. I I don't know, but I think he'll be able to do it because uh, it's it's a uh, how how many of us would do that? You'd like to think you would do that in a similar circumstance, but you never know till you're in that position. I have to tell you, I carry a gun, and I'd like to think that in within 15 seconds I would have done that. Yeah. Don't know. You don't know until don't you're in know. the situation. But that's a brave, brave kid. Really brave guy. Um, let, me, uh, let me explain also why we have the Second Amendment. It's not just to protect yourself and others, but it is also to protect yourself. And this is what the Bill of Rights is your first shield. It is your first shield against an out-of-control government. But it only means something 
If we know the Bill of Rights, can you name the first five freedoms? And by the way, the fifth is not uh, the Fifth Amendment. There are five of them in the First Amendment. Uh, let me uh, let me show you why you need to be able to defend yourself as a citizenry. Uh, cut four. Here is China. Uh, a video of tanks now in the streets. Uh, can we play this here? Um, trying to deter the protesters. See all these people? Mm-hmm. They're in front of the Bank of China. And all these protesters, I mean, do you know how brave you have to be to be a protester yep. of the Bank of China? I mean, you're dead. You're marked. You're marked for whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. These people are showing up because the banks just closed their doors and said, no cash for you. And they're not opening back up. And the people are like, I can't afford anything. I don't I need money so I can buy food. China says, sorry, no Mm. money. Well, what's happening? What's happening to the Bank of China? When do we get our money back? None of your business. Go (laughs) home. Mm. These people don't stand a chance against the even half decent military of China. And I think I'm giving them more credit than they deserve. They don't stand a chance. There are more people in China by far, but they don't have they don't have any weapons there would have to fight them with sticks. That's why you have a Second Amendment. And don't think that can't happen here. Back in just a second. My pillow. Mike Lindell has changed millions of people's lives and how they sleep every single night. MyPillow products, they are incredible. And if you haven't tried them yet, you should. MyPillow is having their biggest bed sheet sale ever. This sale is for their percale uh, sheets. I don't even know what a percale or percale sheets are. No idea. If they're anything like the Gaza Dream sheets, they are great. They're available in a variety of colors and sizes. Can you look up Percale? Mm-hmm. P-E-R-C-A-L-E. Um, <clears throat> it's all included in their sale. For example, queen size regular price is $89.98. Now it's $39.98 if you use the promo code BECK. Promo code BECK. You get these uh, Percale sheets for $39.98 right now. They're very breathable, cool, and crisp feel. Perfect for summer nights. 60-day money-back guarantee. MyPillow.com. What are they, Pat? Uh, It's a closely woven, plain weave fabric, often used for bed covers. Uh, It has a thread count of about 200 or higher. Okay. MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square and use the promo code Beck. You'll get deep discounts on not only those sheets, but on all MyPillow products. Call 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. Promo code Beck. MyPillow.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. 
They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. You know, yesterday was the anniversary of the moon landing. Uh, it's uh, the anniversary of one small step for man, one giant step for mankind. Um, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin landed uh, the eagle on the moon. And they became the first people to ever walk on the moon. And it's, it always has struck me as fascinating that in the summer of 1969, we've just had Woodstock. We're about to go into um, <clears throat> Altamont, which was, you know, a big rock concert out in San Francisco. The Rolling Stones were there and they wouldn't have the police. They, they wanted the Hells Angels to police it. Yeah. Uh, need, needless to say, it ended in a bloodbath. So people are running around in the mud. It is the lowest point, I think, 1969, of the 60s. Everything was spinning out of control. And yet, the other half of the country was looking up to the heavens and the stars and watching a man walk on the moon. We can accomplish anything. Something that my father told me at the time, Glenn, you know, up until John Kennedy said we're going to do it, we didn't think it was possible. He said, I never grew up looking at the moon thinking, wow, I wonder if we'll ever walk on that. He said it wasn't even possible. So we had just accomplished the impossible. And the same summer, people are rolling around in the mud like pigs. And isn't it interesting that we once again have Elon Musk looking up to the heavens and thinking about going to the stars and, the, and Mars, and we have these big things that could be on our horizon, but now those same hippies that were in the street run our country, and they're thinking about, hey, we should all roll in the mud again. It's just evil. But the choice is clear, and it's in front of all of us, and we all have to choose. You know, one of my, um, my favorite lines from Dietrich Bonhoeffer is, not to choose is to choose. And I've said that to my kids before. I don't know. I don't want to think about it right now. Well, I just want you to know, in action is a choice. And you'll just have to accept the consequences of whatever just spills into your life. Uh, and you don't become, I don't say this to them, but you don't become a hero by not choosing. You become a hero and a person of honor and integrity by the choice that you make. I'm going to stand. <clears throat> that kid put that gun in the holster behind his back. And when he was sitting there, he had already made the choice. I know why I carry this gun. And he had already made the choice and put himself in the situation to where he could choose then to be a hero.
Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The average family is spending about $4,000 more uh, every single month than they were before Biden took office. About $4,000 a month more. That's a pretty remarkable number. No, sorry, $4,000 a, a year. year in increased a year in increased spending. Uh, that's an incredible loss to the American people. That's a hidden tax. You didn't get anything for it. You're just spending it. Because of what Biden is doing to this nation, we have got to find ways to save money. I want you to call American Financing, get the mortgage review I've been telling you about for years, learn about the custom loans that might fit your budget better, from flexible terms to debt consolidation, even the ability just to access the cash. They do it all. Work with credit scores now as low as 500, so if you didn't qualify before, you might qualify now. No pressure, no upfront or hidden fees. AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440. American financing.net use the promo code glenn for ten dollars off your subscription at blaze tv.com i want to um, impress on you in the clearest terms that i can use that any emergency order from this president uh, is a grave grave danger to freedom in america um you know, we look at uh, national emergencies like Katrina, et cetera, et cetera. We understand. OK, got to do. We got to all pull together and do this. This is something that only 20 percent of the American people and 30 percent of Democrats actually believe should be a priority. And that is climate change. This is not about the climate. This is about the economy. This is all about changing us from a free market to a managed market, one that is more closely aligned to fascism, the technical definition of fascism, than than anything regarding a free market. Joe Biden is doing this now because he cannot get his legislation through and he doesn't like it. Well, this is exactly what F, uh, sorry, what um, Woodrow Wilson went through. And he said at that time, well, the people are wrong and I'm just going to have to go out and convince him because he couldn't declare a national emergency. Although he was the guy, the first national emergency was under Woodrow Wilson. And it gives the power to the president uh, beyond the Constitution. He has absolute power. So here's what the president said. Here's cut one of president yesterday on climate change. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for your patience. I'm sitting out here. Appreciate it. Please have a seat if you have one. He spends a lot of uh, stop it for a second. He spends a lot of time introducing people in this one. We should probably jump to uh, the next cut on this where he's talking climate change because it's agonizing. My Department of Labor led by a guy named Marty Walsh. He talks funny. He's a hell of a guy. But all yeah, kidding geez. aside, Marty was a great mayor, and I know, I, I know he knows how to get a job done. And he's doing two things for me. First of all, as Secretary of Labor, he's developing the first ever 
workplace standards for extreme heat. Oh. Saying under these con- these hmm. conditions to hit this, <laughs> but you cannot do the following. You cannot ask people to do certain things. Second, he's sending folks out from the Labor Department to make sure we hold workplaces and to those standards that are being set. They've already completed over 500 heat-related inspections of workplaces across 43 states. And the end of the day, it's going to save lives. Okay, he's creating (laughs) a workplace standard for extreme heat. What does that mean? That means it can shut down businesses if it's too hot, by their estimation. They shut down businesses. The the way a revolution works um, is... You you first take the legal code and you make everything illegal. So mm-hmm. no matter what someone is doing, you can find a way to nail them for something. Um, and so there's all these laws that you don't even know about that you can get nailed on. So that way they can take out anybody they want, any business they want, they can close down. So they have absolute control over your business. Yeah. And I, who decides what's extreme heat and what's not? Uh, the government does. So at any time they choose, anytime they deem uh, that it's that they think it's necessary, they could just shut you down, just like they proved during the pandemic. Although, you know, there might have been a little bit more reason for it then than if it's extreme heat. Are you kidding? That's what air conditioning is for. <laughs> Get off me. Uh, but he also had uh, this frightening thing to say about uh, not taking no for an answer. Cut 16. When it comes to fighting for climate change, climate change, I will not take no for an answer. I will do everything in my power to clean our air and water, protect our people's health, to win the clean energy future. This, again, sounds like hyperbole. Our children and grandchildren are counting on us. Not a joke. Not, not a, a joke. joke. Oh, God. I know. If we don't keep it below 1.5 uh, degrees centigrade, <sighs> we lose it all. Uh, we don't get to turn mm, it around. Mm. And the world is counting on us. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. This is the United States of America. Wow, this is dangerous. When we put our hearts and minds to it, there's not a single thing beyond our capacity. I mean it. He means when we it. act together. It's not a joke. And of all things we should be acting together on, mm-hmm. it's climate. No. It's climate. It's climate. It's climate. And by the way, it's climate. my dear mother, God rest her soul, you say, Joey, at everything bad, something good will come if you look hard enough. <sighs> look what's happening. Look what's happening. We're going to be able to create as many or more good-paying jobs... Uh-huh. We're going to make environments where people live safer. We're going to make the clean the air safer. I, I really mean it. it we really have an opportunity it. here. Yeah. I'll bet you when you see what's happened here in this cable construction here, manufacturing, uh-huh. and you go back and ask all the people who grew up in this beautiful place. Yeah, look how beautiful it is. What they'd rather have. That's lovely. They want the plant back <laughs> with everything it had. All right, that's good. That's good. What, it, 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 what he's saying good is... Good God. He, he won't, and they won't entertain any dissension on this issue because they, as they've been claiming for 30 years now, uh, it's settled science and there's consensus and nothing could be further from the truth. There's all kinds of people who used to be on that side of the fence now saying, hey, this alarmist stuff is not necessary. It's not really what's happening. Stop frightening people. And they've completely freaked out our children. 
uh, over this thing. They oh, really... our children are lost on this. Yep. They believe it 110% that we're all going to die. Yep. And, uh, you know, and your parents just don't get it, but you know things that your parents don't know and don't understand. I mean, that is, that has been their MO. And by the way, we can't stop the world from warming <laughs> if the United States shuts everything off and China just keeps building more heavy coal power plants. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. They are they they're building eight point six three gigawatts of coal power plants in the first quarter of this year. That's nearly fifty percent of the capacity approved in all of twenty twenty one. In the first quarter of a year, they're doing. What they did in an entire year, 50% increase. Are you? And what we're just, is that, is all that smog going to stay over there? How's that going to, how's that going to work? Yeah, we put up an air barrier between us and and China. It's, they they expect nothing out of China. And then they say that China is on the cutting edge uh, of this climate change stuff. Yeah, are they? Yeah. Oh, look, Joe Manchin said it uh, said it best. He said, Mr. President, this piece of legislation is going to change our country from when John Kennedy said, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. That piece of legislation will change us to how much more can my country do for me? We are $30.5 trillion in debt and climbing. We have to be serious about this. Inflation is wreaking havoc on everyone's life. I don't care what social rung you're on. So that's why that one was killed. This bill was killed. There's no such thing as build back better again. He says this is a game changer, and it is. And I'm I'm telling you now, I said this months ago, a state of emergency is going to be declared. And that is we've had states of emergencies before. And I really don't understand. I can understand the left when they thought Donald Trump was going to be a dictator. And he would declare martial law and an emergency, and he would just take over everything. I can understand that. I don't agree with you, but I can understand how you got there. Okay? Completely understand. I think it was rational for you to think that as a Democrat. But you can't understand how it's rational that the other side is looking at this and saying, this is fascism. You can't understand us at all. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I don't believe that there are no signs that you see that we are in deep, deep trouble with our rights. I, I don't believe that. You could only see them under, under Donald Trump, huh? But now all the things you said Donald Trump would do, which would make him a fascist, this guy is doing, and it's fine. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. That means that you really don't, you're not afraid of fascism. You just want fascism on your side. I don't want fascism on my side, your side, anybody's side. I want freedom for everybody. But if you're okay, 
You could see these things happening under uh, under Trump, which I can understand how you read it that way. Yes. Um, And you can't see it. The things that he's doing, not Mm. what you're speculating about, things he's doing and you don't see that as a threat, then you really weren't against fascism. You weren't. Also, we have breaking news now, Glenn, that uh, President Braindead has tested positive for COVID-19. You know, he's fully vaccinated. He's received two booster shots, uh, but he got it anyway. And they've put him on Paxlovid. Yeah. Now, is that that at all possible that this is uh, a complication from his cancer? (laughs) Maybe. Uh, That could... Could very well be. I mean, he's <laughs> got to have a depleted immune system if he's got cancer. Right. By the way, play that announcement. Yesterday, the president said that he, he got cancer from mm. from rain that had a lot of oil in it. Mm. And was because it? it was a four-lane highway that was accessible, my mother drove us, and rather than us be able to walk. And guess what? What? The first frost, you know what was happening? It had to put on no. the windshield wipers to get literally the oil slick off the window. You get the oil slick That's off the window. That's why I have so damn many yeah. other people I grew up have cancer. And why can't for That's a why he has time, cancer. Delaware had huh. the highest cancer rate in the nation. Wow. Now, they say, the White House said, well, he was talking about skin cancer that he had a few years ago. Mm, huh. Is he? Because I've never heard of, I mean, I don't know about you. But I've never been told by any doctor, hey, if it's raining oil, you should stay out of it because it'll give you cancer. Okay, I've never heard of raining oil, but maybe it did back in the old days when we had a horse and buggy and it was raining oil. Maybe it was raining oil. I find that highly unlikely. And I'm not a Well, actually, I am a doctor, but... I don't want to claim I'm a doctor at this point because I I haven't fully studied the oil relationship to uh, to skin cancer. I, I don't know that for sure. So if there is somebody that is an expert on skin cancer and can verify that, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. No, when you live in a place like Delaware, <laughs> where it is raining oil, it can happen. And by the way. It's only raining oil in Delaware because they have so many refineries. More than Houston. Uh, and yeah, more than Houston. Uh huh. Which, strangely, it never rains oil in Houston. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Huh. That is weird. So I guess no one's got skin cancer in Houston, at least from the refineries. Uh, we wish the president well on COVID 19 and. Hope that he rushes right back in to do those executive orders. Uh, all right, here is our um, here's our sponsor this half hour. Our sponsor is uh, uh, oh no, it's not that one. Hang on, what is it, Sarah? LifeLock. Okay, listen, um, you have to understand that cyber criminals they're not like Joe Biden. They're not like where did I I pushed. Alt F5. Why am I not hacking into his stuff? 
You're talking about identity thieves now. Many of them look like this, you know, in, in basement of of mother-in-law's house. And uh, they're hacking into you, and they want your information, and they want to not bankrupt you. I don't think they even care about you. What they care about is lots of money coming my way, American dollars. Maybe I buy some Levi's. Hmm? Uh, LifeLock is here for you. By the way, if you're a communist... Absolutely by Levi's. They are all down with you. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. That's right, because Boris here can work 24 hours a day hacking in. Join now and save 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. Call 800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or head to lifelock.com. Use the promo code BECK, 25% off now, lifelock.com. The Glenn Beck Program. So the city council in Boise, Idaho, has approved a resolution by a 3-2 vote to make the state capital a sanctuary city for the abortion industry. Okay, now, now, let, I mean, hmm. you know what I really hate? I don't agree with the speed limit. And so my car is a sanctuary car <laughs> where I can go any speed I want. We, you can't do that. You can't do that. You, this is not the way this works. You obey the laws and then work to change the laws if you don't like them. But you can't just say, oh, you know what? We're not going to do that. You can't, you can't do that. And if we can, then damn it, Texas, all of us should go to the border right now and stop this border crisis. Why aren't we doing it? Because the state doesn't have jurisdiction to do it. You can't. There is no social contract if you just pick and choose which laws you want to obey. Oh, you know what? We got to make an example and uh, throw the key away on these people that went into the Capitol. But the people who burned that city down, yeah, do we have enough money? Let's bail them out. You can't pick and choose laws and people to enforce those laws on. This they is the bail back program. So many things that are going on that uh, you just can't keep track of. But I will tell you that if you don't understand that our economy is under attack, that our our um, energy 
system is under attack by the people in our own government if you don't understand that our children in our schools are truly under attack you're missing out this is not this is not some blip on the radar this is the very uh nature of our republic itself it it is we're down to the question of do we survive another year of this or not what do you choose to do one of the things we have to do is pay attention locally i was giving a speech a couple of weeks ago uh in a, a small town in utah and this woman came backstage to meet me and she she handed me a packet of stuff and she said you need to read this and i'm like okay okay and she she looks at me and she's like no 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 you need to read this i'm like i get this all the time i've got i get you know encyclopedia britannica kind of uh volume of stuff from people whenever i meet with them and she said the doj has just taken over this school and i said what the doj has taken this school over well we did go through it and uh she's right I can't believe this story. You need to hear her tell it in 60 seconds. I guarantee you it's not the only place this is happening. What are you doing today to ensure the health and happiness of your dog? Are you giving him plenty of exercise, getting him proper care at the vet? Do you love him? How about his food? Did you know that when you feed your dog dry kibble food, you're basically feeding him dead food? Neuro, uh, uh, naturopathic uh, Dr. Dennis Black was the one who explained this to me on uh, with Uno. Your dog's food needs additional nutrition. Dr. Black had the answer. It is rough greens. It's not a dog food, rather a supplement that you sprinkle on the dog's food. And it's chock full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, you name it. If it is healthy for your dog, it's probably in rough greens. Most dogs love it and will go crazy for it. Try it with your dog. Folks at Rough Greens are so confident your dog's going to love it, they're going to send you a free trial bag. All you have to do is just uh, pay for the shipping. They'll send it out to you. If your dog does eat it, order another bag of Rough Greens and then watch it change your dog. It's roughgreens.com slash Beck. Call 833-GLEN-33, 833-GLEN-33, roughgreens.com slash Beck. I want to welcome to the program now the mom fighting SEL in uh, in a Utah school district, Becky Hope. Hello, Becky. How are you? Hey, Glenn. I'm good. How are you? It's great to talk to you again. Yeah, thank you. Um, when you handed me a, I mean, a bucket of stuff, uh, I thought, oh, geez, how am I ever going to get through this? But as I started reading it, I'm like this need we need to do our homework on this uh, i handed it to my research team and they came back and they're like yep that's what's happening and i find this almost too much to believe if i wasn't from texas with the town of south lake that just went through this but had a different ending because the people stood up uh i wouldn't have believed this tell me the story Right. Yeah. So I appreciate this opportunity. Thanks for having me on. And it was so great to meet you. And I just knew that you needed to read this. You know, I had tried to ask other people, including um, Mike Lee's 
chief counsel if they knew if this had happened to other districts. And she said no. She said it happens to uh, police departments all the time. You know, the DOJ comes in and takes over. So, I mean, what we have here in Davis County is failure of our district leadership. And I want to be clear that it's just a few at the district. We have an amazing district. We have amazing um, students. We have amazing teachers. We have amazing principals and parents. Unfortunately, a lot of parents are um, really asleep and not paying attention, but we have a great district. But because of the old, the good old boys club here at the district, they tried to take care of this all on their own and went ahead and signed the excuse me, signed the agreement without even the whole board knowing about it. And they signed so what, their kids away. What was it? Oh, go ahead. What was it that they were trying to make go away? Well, Glenn, just so you know, like we're going to be the first group of people to completely get rid of harassment and racism, because according to the verbiage of the agreement, we will be compliant and we will be discrimination and harassment free, free. <laughs> so uh-huh. okay. I hope for us. all right. Well, that'll um, be great yeah, when so, you accomplish that. Yeah. You'll be the first in yeah. human history. But uh, <laughs> uh, but this started with a, a little girl that committed suicide, right? Or at least that's what no, they said. It, no, that's what they tried to say. That's a whole nother story that we'll probably see on the Dateline because it's not the true story. But no, it started with some parents. You know, they um, had some complaints. They took it to the district, and the district just basically swept it under the rug. They didn't handle it the way the families thought they should. So what I've been told, um, our former superintendent said that that attorney for those families um, called the DOJ, and and that kind of opened the door. Hmm. So there have been some accusations made. um, And in the settlement, well, in the report of findings that the DOJ sent to our council, you know, it says that they found 200-plus incidents, but they never have told us if that is from, you know, the same people or all, you know, individual people. And that makes a difference. So they did this in South Lake, and they said, you know, that there have been racial slurs, etc. And I'm sure there have been. I mean, it's a school. They, the kids say right. the meanest things to each other. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, the, the town is not racist. The school is not racist. Um, and they don't put up with it. And when the DOJ came to town and said, yeah, well, we've got some evidence. Really show it to us. Uh, and that thing fell apart quickly and we swept the weak people out. But this district, the two guys up at the top of the school board, they they made a settlement with the DOJ. And what does the settlement include? Yeah, they did. And they kept it really quiet. I mean, I have spoken to district officials who have not even read the settlement yet, Glenn. They have not read through it. I've read through it about 100 times. It's about 26 pages long. But the settlement includes that they will send all of the students' data and all of the teachers' data to the DOJ twice a year. So it doesn't matter if you did anything wrong. Your data, your information, your race, your name, your school ID, where you work, that's all going to the DOJ and there's no opting out of that, right? Um, It's also open-ended. The DOJ says, you know, we're going to check every year to see how compliant you're being. And then we will decide when you have complied enough for us. But it's open-ended. They're going to be here as long as they want to be here. Um, 
And the DOJ, you guys can't hire, you guys can't hire anybody. The DOJ has to approve all hires too. Is that true? Right. Everything has to be DOJ approved. You know, I asked our new superintendent, you know, I said, they run this and they, and he said, no, they don't. I said, you know, everything has to be approved. So also the people that they're hiring are all radical left social justice activists. So there's no And this is a very conservative town, right? Yeah, very conservative town. Good people. We're not systemically racist. I mean, the conclusion of the DOJ in their own paperwork says it was systemic failure of the district's handling of complaints. So we have a huge failure of leadership here. But teachers and kids are going to be paying the price. The teachers are starting mandatory training in August. They can't opt out. They all have to be there, and they also have to be um, mandatory reporters in class. And I've had a few teachers reach out who are saying, this is ridiculous. You know, I can't even, I'm not even trusted to do what I know how to do in my class. And the people that they're hiring, there's a guy named Curtis Linton, and he came in um, as the consultant. And they also consulted with his company, Safeguarding Company. They're paying him $1.5 million of our taxpayer money. And Curtis Linton is a race baiter. He's a grifter. He's a white guy here in Utah. He's been running around for the last few years trying to peddle his data mining products, if you will, the Safeguarding Company, um, to schools. Well, he just waltzes into Davis School District, and they hired him because they had a woman already working for them named Jackie Thompson, who is friends with Curtis Linton. And so she mm-hmm. said, yeah, let's hire this guy to be the consultant. But he is a radical left activist, social justice, all things gender, all things SEL. He's going to be running the show and he has all access to the DOJ to change policy, to give them any data the DOJ needs. And district council doesn't even have to be a part of these conversations. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Um, and he's also a guy who he's he's tried to sell his software, if you will, all around yeah. uh, the state, if I'm not mistaken. Right. And his his software right. does what? So it's called the My Concern app. And how he peddles it is he tells teachers, you know, just if you have a concern about one of your students, you know, don't just write it on a sticky note. Those are a thing of the past. Just put it into this app and we will take care of that concern. We will take care of, you know, what those students feelings and who's on the other end of this app. You know, these teachers are going Mm -hmm. to be sending their concerns about our children to this app. Who's on the other end of that? We have no idea. Do you want to talk about a violation of privacy? Um, yeah. So what are you doing to to change this? How can you change this? Well, you know, I've tried to reach out to as many people as I can about it. I've tried to educate parents. Um, but unfortunately, it's just been done so quietly. Parents just don't have any idea what's coming and that this even happened. And sadly, people still have trust in the DOJ, which blows my mind. Oh, my gosh. What is wrong with them? (laughs) I know, right? Oh, my gosh. I do trust the DOJ. I don't trust the DOJ to watch over my children, let alone, you know, run their school. So what we knew we had to do was get in there and flip the school board. 
you know, so we just got through our primary elections and there were there's four seats available. There's seven seats and there's four seats available and tender mercies. There's four amazing parents running all made it through primaries. So they'll be on the November ballot and they have been prepping with me to understand all of this, to understand what's happening um, so that they can go onto this board prepared to do what they have to do. Um, to sort of change this, but the DOJ isn't going away. Um, there is a part in the settlement that says that the contract or the settlement can be amended, but that would have to be agreed upon by the district and the DOJ, right? So the DOJ is not going to amend anything. They're not going away. So I think our only hope is to get good people on this board and possibly, you know, fire Curtis Linton, get rid of the SEL department because that ties into this as well. Um, so we're doing that right now. Have you talked to Sean? Have you talked to Sean Reyes about this, your attorney general? No, I wish I, I would love to get in front of him and talk to him about this. Um, you know, when I was talking to our school board president, so our school board president, John Robison, and our former superintendent, Reed Nui, Reed Nui, they're just the good old boys club. They're bullies. They shut teachers up. They shut parents up they've trespassed three people in the last year and those trespasses on those parents are still valid they've been trespassed from school grounds for about a year anyways these guys they don't care about parents read or john robison has told me to my face that he doesn't owe parents an explanation about the settlement at all um jeez they yeah okay. i mean they just run this so- run into the ground all right, so here's what I here's what I'd like to do. I'm I'm going to send this to Sean, uh, your AG. Uh, I can't guarantee he's going to call you or anything else, but I can guarantee you that someone in his office, if not him, will look into this case. Uh, and Thank if there you. is something that he can do, I'm I'm sure he will. Um, uh, Becky, stand yeah. strong. Keep waking people up. Don't <laughs> take no for an answer. Don't sit down, no matter how unpopular you might get. Don't oh, yeah. sit down. Okay, good. Glenn, thank you, Becky. Thank, appreciate thank you it. so much. Appreciate it. Thank you. You bet. You bet. Bye-bye. Um, you know, I don't know if we understand how important our attorney generals are. Uh, the attorney general in Utah is fantastic. Although, I'd really, I mean, I think he could run for Mitt Romney's seat, you know, if he, as long as he's got somebody to replace him. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, anyway, he's great. Um, your attorney general we talked about in Missouri. He's a friend. He's also running for Senate. But he's a guy who is standing strong in Missouri as the FBI is going. That's the Justice Department, by the way, that's the DOJ. The FBI is going now door to door in Missouri for anybody who has a concealed carry permit and they're asking to see the gun. And he said, get the hell out of my state, DOJ. You have to understand we're playing with the big boys now and they are going to try to intimidate you in every way they can. Don't take no for an answer you you're at my door you want to see that really yeah okay do you have the warrant oh you don't okay bye-bye and just close the door just close the door if they don't have a warrant it's harassment um you know the the people on the left have been well versed in their rights 
We need to get well-versed in our rights or we're going to lose them quickly. Um, let's uh, tell you, let me tell you about Goldline. Um, the economy is uh, in obviously real trouble. And it, if Joe Biden declares a national climate emergency, that means he is going to spend all kinds of money, which will make inflation go up even more. Uh, and he will hurt our energy uh, systems even more. So gas, oil, all of that stuff will go up. Plus the inflation of all of that money now circulating in the country. Please, please consider gold or silver, won't you? Gold or silver is the hedge. I you know, that's usually the hedge against inflation. I think it's the hedge against insanity. And if you can't see that our country has gone insane and you don't see the dollar circling the drain, it'll be the last one down the drain, but it is circling the drain. If you don't see it yet, you won't. But if you do see it, please prepare yourself. I want you to call Goldline right now. See if you can put some of your IRA or your investments into gold or silver. This can be done. And when you do for an existing account or if you add a new IRA, 6% free of free metals. 6% of free metals. And that adds up quickly. So don't sleep on it. Uh, please call them for the information. Look at it. Pray on it. Do your own homework. Then sleep on it. Goldline. Call them now for the information. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Every day I'm going to try to give you something, um, something to hold on to and something to ponder all day. Uh, and, uh, today it's this thought. I see somebody dying. I pick him up. I find somebody hungry. I give him food. He can love and be loved. I don't look at his color. I don't look at his religion. I don't look to anything. Every person, whether he's a Hindu, Muslim, Buddhist, he is my brother or sister, Mother Teresa. We have to change our mindset uh, to be much bigger and better people than we are now or the people that we've allowed ourselves to become. Um, we have to be healers and uh, lovers of all of humanity, even those who might persecute us. Um, we really it doesn't mean you sit down and it's not a place of weakness. You still stand up. You still fight hard, but not with hatred, um, because we, we are going to need people that are an example of decency uh, so people can run to them. Because when when people get afraid, they stop thinking. And the one thing that will uh, attract them is people that they know are loving and decent and kind. And if you can be that person, you'll be able to calm them down. Because when you're in panic, flight or fi fight or flight, your brain shuts down. And no logic will work. So talk directly to the heart. 
but they're not going to believe words of anybody. They're going to see they have to see who you are in advance and have to see that you are a decent, loving and trustworthy person, a person of merit, which brings me to the merit badge. We are going to give the badge of honor, the merit badge or the purple heart as George Washington saw it. We're going to give the first one away next. Stand by. The Glenn Beck Program. Dealing with aches and pains in your everyday life can be so exhausting. Believe me, I know. Do you ever find yourself thinking about all the things that you used to be able to do, almost on autopilot, and you can't do anymore because you're in pain? Little things like taking the stairs, getting down on the floor, wrestle with your grandkids, monumental tasks when you're hurting. But maybe there's a solution for you. Listen, if you're dealing with pain, give Relief Factor a try, will you? It's not a drug, but it has four key ingredients that work with your body to fight inflation, which causes most of our pain. Give it a shot. You don't have anything to lose except your pain. Try the three-week quick start developed for you at $19.95. It's a dollar a day like a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and 70% of them go on to order more. So go to relieffactor.com or call 800 the number 4 relief 800 the number 4 relief relieffactor.com relieffactor.com feel the difference Glenn Beck Stuper Gear Steven Crowder Steve Dace and me Pat Gray listen to all your favorite conservative voices at blazetv.com promo code glenn This is the Glenn Beck program. Uh, Yesterday, uh, I read uh, three names, uh, three nominees of the merit badge. Uh, I'll explain the merit badge here in just a second. Um, But we are looking for people that give us a little bit of uh, money in the God bank. You know what I mean? Gives, Gives us a little credit. Uh, on the uh, on the God Bank because we're going to need to cash some checks with him soon, uh, and we want to make sure that he understands we're on his side. We're not asking him to be on our side. We're on his side, and uh, and please forgive us for the things we're doing. But hey, look at that guy over there. <laughs> there there are some good people here, so don't wipe us all out. Um, and hopefully, you know, you're a person of merit as well. But I know, you know, if you ask Mother Teresa, who is a person of merit, she would have a thousand people. I'm sure that she could go, that person over there is great. And it doesn't need to be that you started anything, that you, you know, run anything. It could be just that you are just always there. That person is always there uh, to be the first to help out. So I, I just like some examples that we can point to and, and give us courage and maybe some ideas of some of the things we can do to be people of merit. Uh, David Barton, not my David Barton, not the, my good friend David Barton that's known here on the program, but a completely different David Barton is on the phone with us now. Hi, David. Hi, how are you, Glenn? Very glad to uh, I'm very to good. Yeah, good to talk good. to you. So um, uh, you want to nominate Terry Edwards. 
Um, you say he's a person worthy of merit. He's an honorable Vietnam veteran, person who practices all 12 step uh, in the AA program, especially number 12, which is serving others. He runs a nonprofit recovery home called My Brother's House, privately funded. It is a 10-year-old recovery home that originally started in Gainesville. Uh, the building houses up to 40 men, requires no money to get in. You just have to convince Terry and his assistants that you're ready to quit drinking and drugging, and that's it. There are rules. That's correct. Uh, chores are a, there are chores that have to be done. After you've been there for a while, they even help you find a job. And you know all this stuff because you were a resident, resident there for a while, were you not? I was. I was there for six six years, and um, I've uh, been able to, uh, um, you know, completely build a foundation in my life, and and um, you know, uh, I mean, my life has completely turned around, and it's a, it's a direct result of uh, um, the foundation I was able to build through my brother's house. Um, and they don't they don't charge you anything, and you give back. I assume while you're there. And learn how to give back, right? That's correct. That's correct. Um, as um, you know, as you go on, they uh, help you get a job, and of course, um, you, you end up paying rent. You know, after you get a job, but uh, it's always about the recovery. And uh, you know, we work a step twelve yeah. step program. You know, while we're there, and um, you know, it's 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 just a fantastic program. And it was founded by. You know Terry Edwards and another man, Pete Schaff, and uh, Pete had passed away. But uh, it's a uh, um, so you know, just a wonderful why, deal. Why did Terry want to make sure that it was private, private funded? Well, um, the main reason we felt like, or he felt, they felt like. I say we because you know I'm a big. I I feel like you know I'm a, I'm a part of that. It's I consider sure. it my home away from home. Um, uh, you know, anytime that you get the government involved in things, then they're going to try to tell you what to do with, you know, how you run things. And so, you know, when you're privately funded, then you can run things the way that you want to run them. And so that's the way that they've chosen to do it. And it's it's been yeah. successful so far. Very, very, very smart. Um, is is he a recovering alcoholic as well? Um, yes, is sir, Terry? He is. Okay. So he's been through it. So he understands. Um well, Terry, hang on. I'm going to put uh, David on, uh, and you're going to tell him why you decided to nominate him for this. Um, but tell me when. Tell me when we have uh, Terry on. We're good. Okay. Ter- Terry, are you there? Yes. Hi. How are you? Hello. You're, you're on the oh, air. Okay. You're on the air live uh, on the Glenn Beck program. Is that all right? Yes. Okay, it's really not a bad thing. Terry Edwards happens to be uh, on the phone. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, David Barton happens to be on the phone, Terry. And David uh, has nominated you for something, and uh, I want him to tell you why he nominated you. Well, Terry, um, I know you're going to kill me for this, and uh, after you kill me, uh, why don't you send that blonde lady from the uh, from the bank over to resuscitate me? How about that? But, um, <laughs> Terry, I, uh, um, you know, as you know, I love you very much, and, um, you know, I, I consider you a hero to me. And um, so Glenn um, had a, uh, he made an announcement a few weeks ago about uh, somebody that was worthy of merit with all the bad things that are going on in the world. And uh, 
so I sent an email in um, mentioning your name and the things that you've done um, concerning the brother's house and all the lives that you saved and how you, uh, you know, head up the uh, food bank that you do every month. And one, as a matter of fact, you did it last night. And uh, so I just felt like you were not uh, worthy of it. And um, apparently uh, the astronomical chance that you might have won, well, you won. And uh, so you yeah. entered the contest. You won a contest that you never knew you entered, but you won. <laughs> and so, so uh, um, anyway, um, you won a, what is it, so, the George Washington Meritorious Badge? Is that what it's called? Yeah. So, Terry, what this is, is George Washington knew that if we were going to defeat Britain, uh, that we had to be people of, of merit because we're a bunch of farmers and there's no way you can beat the, against all odds. Um, you just can't beat the British Army and the British Navy. And so he was the first guy to make the Purple Heart, which was bastardized by uh, uh, FDR. Now it's for being wounded. But the the real Purple Heart started with him. And we didn't know about it until this last century. Um, and it is an actual badge. Um, and we've made one that looks exactly like the one George Washington used to give. And it was for people that would were doing things that would bring favor in the eyes of God. And he would uh-huh. look on us as people that deserved a little mercy uh, and uh, and also people that the others could look up to. So you are actually our first recipient of that, Terry. And uh, we'll be well, sending it much. off to you. You're yeah. you're welcome. You're welcome. Why why are you why are you doing this, Terry? How, why did you start? Well, I I was taking men out of Gainesville to different places to my house to Ardmore, Sherman, Denison, and I talked to a good friend of mine, Pete. Off and I said, why don't we put a recovery house in Gainesville? And he said, let's go for it. And uh, it just, uh, it just blossomed, man. It uh, me, myself, and one more guy walked in the brother's house on Scott Street in Gainesville, and there was two of us. And you know, I didn't know where it worked, and nobody else did. But I had faith that this thing would work. And it's just changed my life by helping, helping someone else. It's uh, You can't imagine what it does for you. Plus, I get to watch guys recover, like David. He uh, he wanted to burn town down when he got to Gainesville. And now <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, it's a great honor, and thank you very much. Yeah, Terry, you're welcome. Thank you for everything you're doing. David, thanks for passing Terry's name on to us. Uh, and uh, and best of luck to you, to you both. Thank hey, you very much. We have a, uh, we have a Facebook page, um, that which, which we just recently set up. Um, there's also a, uh, it's My Brother's House Facebook page, um, which we can be uh, reached on there. Do you... Um, can you uh, can you raise funds? Anybody that I mean, I'm sure Absolutely. being privately funded. Uh, yes. So how can um, people give? Um, our uh, our board this week and our secretary Suzanne, she went to a whole lot of hard work to make sure we've always been obscure, and she went to a whole lot of trouble and a whole lot of work to set this thing up um, with this thing in the background. And um, 
So we now have a Facebook page. It's my brother's house, and there's also a GoFundMe page that's set up. So anybody that would be willing to uh, and gracious enough to help us out, um, you know, please uh, just go to my brother's house Facebook page, and uh, you'll find us there. And um, you know, anything and everything uh, they'd be willing to help, that'd be fantastic. We'd, we'd you know, would be really, really grateful for it. Thank you very much, David. And Terry, best of luck to you. Again, if you want to uh, donate and help these guys out, this is just this is a small group of men that have been doing it for 10 years that are just trying to make a difference in their community. If, I mean, a buck would uh, just even send a, a message that you're supporting them, uh, you can go to GoFundMe and just look for My Brother's House, also found on Facebook. Back in just a minute. Uh, by the way, if you want to nominate somebody, just go to glenbeck.com, nominate somebody for the uh, the merit badge, the badge of merit. Uh, it is a really nice award. It is all framed. It is it's based on looks exactly like the badge of merit that was given by George Washington. And you can uh, send that to somebody that has inspired you. And it doesn't have to be anybody big. It could be somebody that just that really is always there for people. Uh, you just go to glenbeck.com. Look for the badge of merit. Real estate agents I trust.com. Whenever you're involved in a process and you are not the expert, especially if it is a expensive and complicated process, you got to turn to the experts. But sometimes you feel like I don't even know. I mean, how do I find out what the expert is? I have no clue. So you get this real estate agent in and you're like, well, you sell my house. Yes. Okay, I mean, how do you know? How, do you know the best practices? Do you know how the houses are sold the quickest for the most amount of money? Do you know how they advertise? These are the kinds of questions that we ask of all of these real estate agents who have come to us and want representation. We They go through an agonizing, excruciating uh, vetting process. And then we follow up with them. They don't work for us. We are just there. So when you reach out and say, hey, do you have anybody in my area that knows how to buy or sell a house that's really good? We can find the right person for you. And we've already vetted them. And we believe they're good. So you can then have a starting place and do your own homework and talk to them. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. This is a free service to you. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. The uh, the House Democrats have blocked a motion to prohibit Biden from selling any more U.S. oil to China. Now, hmm. now what I mean, I'm I'm trying to figure the math out, math out on this one. I mean, is that big with the constituency of the Democrats? Uh, I mean, they're like, oh yeah, we want our oil going to China. As they're standing there at the pump, 
Are they really saying, yeah, we no, we should sell our strategic oil, you know, right? Put it, give it right to Russia uh, and China. And, uh, you know, is there any, can we get some to the old Nazis that are retired in Germany? Why would you do that? And by the way, they say, Biden said, that this is to go to uh, foreign countries this time because any oil in Europe or anything, it helps the overall supply. I thought this was to bring mm. our gas prices down. I thought that's what that was mm. for. Mm-hmm. If it's if it's not going to the people who are making our gas here in America, I don't really care about. I mean, I care, of course, especially the Germans. I don't want to piss them off, but. I don't really care about Germans, you know. <laughs> I care about the people here in America. And I strongly disagree with using, for any purpose, the strategic oil reserve. Any Shouldn't be doing that. Me too. That's for, that's for if things it. go really you know, wrong and we need it for the military. Yeah. And it, I hated it when George Bush did it. <laughs> Me hated too. Hated it. Yeah. Hated it. You don't open the strategic oil reserve. You just keep adding to that. Right. That's our rainy day fund. We, you know, now, look, we have less than half of what we can hold in the strategic oil reserve. But we're giving a million, uh, uh, sorry, yeah, a million barrels a day, mm-hmm. a million barrels a day we're selling off to God only knows who. Wh- what? Yeah, we'll be at half capacity by October. That's not good. That's like, you know, that's like the Social Security lockbox. At some point, you need to open that up. And I don't know. We can't fly our jets or our aircraft carriers with an IOU. No, I was going to put some of that back. I forgot. And that's that's all in lieu, by the way, of just allowing U.S. oil companies to uh, lease new land reserves. They, they could be getting new leases. They could be drilling in Anwar. They could be drilling offshore. And, and Obama or Biden won't allow any of it. He he continues to we are just being, stop them at every turn. We are being set up to the point to where China could just walk in mm-hmm. and we won't be able to do anything about it. You know, I don't I don't think people really understand just even the debt and the deficit the the debt that we have 30 trillion dollars now more than that. Uh, just the interest, if they raise another two points, we're not going to be able to afford the interest rate hmm. on uh, our national debt. I mean, it will take. They have to renew debt like every 60 days. So it will take a few months to get there. But if we're renewing at three points higher than, you know, at 3% interest instead of zero, if we're renewing at that, we don't make it, gang. And Joe Biden is talking about spending more money in this inflationary period to get us off gas and coal. This is the Glenn Beck Program.